Did you What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? We got a hell of a show for you today because we are going to be talking about something that I don't think very many people have talked about yet. Because when I started looking around about it, I didn't find, I couldn't find no videos about it or anything. So we're going to be talking about: Did Anakin use the Force to seduce Padme? Did he use any type of a uh, any type of uh, force suggestions or anything like that to get Padme to fall in love with him. So that's what we're gonna be covering today. So as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy the most outrageous Star Wars show as we take you on a journey that is force seduction. So. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Hello there. So what's Sorry, going on, awesome. everybody? How's everybody doing today? Everybody have a good, good day? I'm good. I feel it. I'm feeling I good. I want to know what the fuck's going on with my camera. I don't oh, know. It just kind of looks like it's a little... Zoomed in? No, it's not. Well, a little bit. No, not really. You look about in the same position. It just looks mm -hmm. kind of like... I'm zoomed in. so much weed, it's just cloudy there. Yeah. No, because we got our carpets cleaned and now everything's all janky. I mean, you. Oh, I mean, jinky? it's just not very clear. You're kind of foggy looking. It's kind of you like you don't have like any. And my camera's clean as shit. Like I, I just cleaned that thing off. I don't know. What's going Ooh, on, Chris? What's that. going on, Clint? How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm super excited about this episode because it's something that I thought about before, but I just never really thought anybody else had ever thought about it. But then all of a sudden, Garrison brought up a very good point that the shit has been like. I've been seeing tags about it on fucking like TikTok and but I wasn't paying no attention. Then Garrison brought it up. And I know stuff that we've talked about before that we you know we've kind of I think Tori brought it up one time before and I think we we kind of talked about it a little bit, but it was never like a big deal. And then all of a sudden there's just been a lot of posts on like TikTok and Instagram about who thinks that fucking Anakin used the force on Padme to make her fall in love with him. Like, did he use some force seduction? Did he? Did, did, did he? Did he persuade her? With he found it. the force. He found the force love book in the Jedi library. I, yeah, or like, <laughs> I, you know, because that's not something that's talked about a lot in Star Wars. Do have Jedi or Sith use the force to like seduce women or seduce men? Because you know, it might be a woman force user. Has that? Happened? I know Xana probably has. Hands I, down, I'm that woman. Sure. Well, that woman, she was already hot though. Anyway, so yeah, she, she was hot. Yeah, though. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, she was, the book she was a smoker. Her, she's she was like super hot anyway. But so was Padme. But at the same time, like, you know, it's just it's it's really crazy. What like if you like okay, we get we get out. So uh, you guys know how we do on this show. We get on tangents, and you know we get. You but like we always come back to Star Wars. And we're gonna get to the what if today. We got the. The Hothbreaker, we got some news and rumors. And actually, I got a couple good things on news and rumors. And then, uh, as you know, but we have a tradition here, as always. We got to start the show off with a Hothbreaker. The Hothbreakers are, you know, form of an icebreaker, you know, pun to us, 
the uh, 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 Empire Strikes uh, Back. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I was like, if you can't pick it up, I can pick it up for you. I know what you're gonna say. I promise. And we uh, so. We're going to get to that housebreaker because Garrison said he got a real good one today. And I kind of have a feeling that I know what it is. Do so, you? I think I do. Oh, you probably do. It's not it's because it crazy. fits with the topic, man. Come on. It fits with the topic. Hey, CJ, where the hell did you go? Okay. But anyway, <laughs> let's get to that housebreaker. Let's do it. Okay. Hit the wrong button. All right. So over here on my side, I have a wheel. Okay. We're gonna do fuck, marry, kill, but you can't change your answer. Oh no. Oh okay, no. I, All right. I, thought, I thought you was gonna ask if you had the force. Would Who you would use seduce? it to seduce a woman? I thought that's what the housebreaker was going. We already to. know what the answer is for you, Kyle. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> CJ's like. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's not totally ethical, but we all know he'd do it if he found someone he really liked. <laughs> I didn't. Ha I didn't have the force, and I, I, okay, I, okay, I lucked okay. out. So Let, let's just answer that question right <laughs> now, because yeah, I know yeah, everybody yeah. wants to know the answer to that question. If it was Padme and you were Anakin, would you have used the force? The well, fuck yes, hundred percent. Yeah, Hands me down. Too, so. <laughs> I wouldn't even hesitate. I'd be like, "You're mine now." All right, before we jump over there, what's going on, J-Dog? What's going on, Lenny? He actually changed it to Lenny. Or is this somebody? No, that's Lenny. Um, yeah, so it's definitely a... Uh, okay. So you have the will. Mary, kiss, kill. And I use the force to, to marry him if I want no, to. Fuck, no, Mary, kill. Fuck, Mary, kill. You can't change your answer. Okay. One at a time. You don't know who's coming next. All right. We're going to go right. CJ first. Why me? Because I, I, I feel like you. <laughs> Fuck Ouch. Up. All right. You're being attacked again. Is Revan. Fuck Mary Kill, Revan. Shit. I'm going to kill Revan. Kill Revan. I would do that too because you seem like the badass that killed Revan. Yeah, you get you give the power, and like if you don't like the next two, you can always like get a divorce. And... <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you're marrying or fucking R two. I'll marry R two. He's a loyal motherfucker. Marry R two. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you fucking? Let's see. No, no. You're getting blacked by Black Chrysanthemum. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. oh, oh. <laughs> what? Wow. Good for CJ. All right, Tori. I don't understand what you mean. Keep attacking him, Kyle. LL. He's being a, being bully. a bully. I'm being mean to her. Oh. Fuck you, CJ. Quit being mean to Tori. No, all right, Kyle. Your first all right, one. All right, is, all right, all right, all right. Your first one is Ray. Who? Ray. Ray Skywalker. Ah, uh, shit. Or Palpatine. I, just because I know the other ones might be boys, <laughs> I'm saying I'm fucking. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would fuck Ray. <laughs> I got Ray. nothing. But, I got a droid and two dudes. Fuck off. All right, your next one is fuck you, Kyle Leia. Uh, what I'm the Mary fuck, Leia. dude? I'm marrying Leia. All right. 
Lay the type of chick, man. You, you look how she did, huh? Huh? Left. He came back. She was still ready to give him some. Man. She was faithful the whole time. Yeah, that's a good wife. Hey, man. Hold on. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Garrison. Hi, CJ. I finally caught up. Longtime listener of Sway and LSR. Great to be here. And won't be in the chat because I'm working. Well, hey, thanks for showing up, though. Thanks for showing up. Like, yeah, we appreciate James. it. In fact, how you say your name? In, yeah. In fact, the tactical. In fact, I can't. Even, I tried to say it. I wasn't I gonna say, say that it. Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Man. Hey, man, it's a good name. If we can't say it, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Fuck. I got a lot of words. Infected I can't actual. Say half the shit in the English dictionary. All right, Kyle. You ready for your final one? Yep. I guess you don't really get to choose. This is who you kill. Kyle in a dress. <laughs> Me in a dress? Yeah, he kills himself? I'm killing he myself. himself? <laughs> no, because remember, he dressed up in a dress that one time. Alright, I want to do it just for fun. <laughs> Alright, my All right, first no one. no cheating neither. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. My first one is Leia again. No, respin. Bullshit. Right, fine. I'll respin. I'll respin. That's fine. The next one is... Crosshair. Okay. I'll kill Crosshair. <laughs> Killing Crosshair. Watch him get nothing but big ass characters next. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> A Geonosian. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Those things are hideous. Uh, I would have married Crosshair to fucking kill a Geonosian. <laughs> I guess I'm fucking the Geonosian. <laughs> Yeah, at least it's only a one-time deal, you know? You can get it over with. God damn. Who are you marrying? Rose. Oh, I'm not sorry. It's not terrible. She she did at least, like, treat me right. Yeah, she, yeah, she but seemed she's like a real like, person. She's such a crybaby, though. Yeah, it's all right, though. <laughs> like, you, you would, you would carry, right. she, you'd be carrying so much baggage to take care of. Like It's fine, dude. It's there's not, a lot of counseling involved. I'd that. rather do that than... Fuck the Geonosian, though. <laughs> yeah, just think and you had to marry the Geonosian. and you had to by Black Chrysanthemum. <laughs> At least it's a one-time deal. Well, just imagine. Bro, that that's going to leave you some permanent damage. <laughs> that motherfucker probably like a forearm. Yeah, your ass is going to be permanently damaged. Your ass out there, the motherfucker. Hey, how do you know that I'm going to be that guy? What What if he likes being ringed Bro, out? Bro, there's no fucking way he's bothering you. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Bro, this is a porno. This is You're the girl on the couch and Black Chrysanthemum standing behind you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just bashing oh. Harry Dong. <laughs> okay. Jesus. God, where you come up with this shit, man? I swear, I think I'll be coming up with some fucked up shit. <laughs> All right, so this is a hell of a topic. And I didn't think that many people thought about this, but I see, I've been seeing like a gang of posts about it, and I just really didn't pay attention nope. until you Addison, brought it up last Addison night, Garrison. And I was like, damn, that's a. Yeah. Like, did he? Because we know. They, he kind of uses the force to imp, like maybe not influence her by what we see on screen but he uses it to impress her when he picks right. up the pair and brings it across the room and he cuts it forward and takes time. it back like Obi-Wan would be so mad if I do, he see me doing this but it says in, okay he said you can say it infected or actual infected actually or actual infected, infected actual. actual I'll know it's been, it's, PS, 
uh, PSN name for eight years. That's a long time. I done had about 49. <laughs> but so when you think about it, you know what I'm saying? He does like use the force. Now, I was thinking like this. He is super infatuated with her. He has been since he was, what, eight, nine years old, however old he was. <laughs> Are you an angel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does he Some do it? Some blind garrison he used to get his wife. Dude, I think he doesn't even know he's doing it. Like, That's think about little Anakin. He's pod racing. He doesn't even know what the force is, but he's using the force in pod races. I think he does the same thing with Padme without even knowing Cause that's a, that's that was like one of my biggest questions. Like, do I think Anakin? And I, I don't know, you know, cause he killed a bunch of sand people. You know what I'm saying? He promised his mom he was gonna be the most powerful. <laughs> He's very fucking conceited about himself and his powers and shit. Well, when, when you get told use, when you're walking around the fucking Jedi Temple, being told you're the chosen one all the time, you kind of get like that. I'm not gonna lie. But I think at the the point where he's a teenager when they kind of hook up and get married and everything because what he's like 16 he's 18. 18 in 18 in so i think at this point he knows when he's using a force or not at this point you know he's been trained long enough that he kind of knows now so does he is he but it can it still be because he just so in love with her and so infatuated with her that he does it involuntarily Yes. Because it's real crazy. She wasn't giving them no time of day when they first when they first met back up together, and then slowly yeah. but steadily, that's true. <laughs> she starts coming around, and he keeps pushing, and she's just like, "Oh man, I don't know. I kind of really do like you," and you know what I'm saying? She, because she looks really creeped out. She's like, "Don't look at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable." Like, oh, man. <laughs> like rapist <laughs> 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 with you guys has made his entire week man thank you man we appreciate that i'm glad we made somebody's day happier because most of the time we just make everybody's life crappy tori has a great comment tori says he was doing it constantly i think part of his final snap was realizing that he was doing it subtly and padme didn't really love him but he was head over heels for her. So part of the reason he turned to the dark side is because he realized he'd use the hey, force together. Hey, that's a fucking good theory right there. That's oh, a good philosophy. Oh, shit. Because you see, he didn't have no problem choking the shit out of him. Once he turned yeah. to the dark side, he bitch, you tried to get you buy your beard and kill me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's I think it's more so, I think it's the fact that it wasn't working for him anymore. I think he realized he was doing it, and he kept trying to do it, because remember, he's like, Padme, only my new powers can do that. We can rule the galaxy. I can take over the Emperor, or I can take over the Chancellor. I can rule. And he, she was like, what the fuck am I hearing? She was getting all freaked out. Yeah, I well, I mean, right then, well, even if she did love him, if she did love him and naturally loved him and like really did love him and she was, you know what I'm saying? And then he's saying that shit, that's just going to break her heart. Like what the fuck are you talking about, man? That we're about to, we're supposed to be saving the republic. We're supposed to be trying to end the war, and you over here talking about taking over and ruling the galaxy. Yeah. So that I mean, either way, I mean it's so hard to tell because a lot of the times, like he's just standing there, and like when he's standing there watching her and she's combing her hair and shit, and he's just sitting there and they have their little interaction. It's kind of like. If you think about the things that he says, it's really seductive. And it's like, dude, are you using the force when you're saying these things? Like, I wonder if he ever, like, used the force to, like, manipulate her to do the shit that she didn't want to do. Like, hey, you're going to give me, take it in the ass. See you home, Sam. She wants to go home and douche out your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Maybe she's like, no, I don't like that shit. And he's like, you're going to do it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I did that. But I think like that might have been part of the reason because at the end, it seems like he's like definitely trying to convince her and she's like totally turned off. So I think that pisses him off even more. The fact that he can't make her on board with it. J-Dog said after she heard that he, that she realized the guy gets a screw loose or something, LOL. Yeah. yeah. Tori says, I think even if she didn't get forced into loving him, the force still changed her feeling towards him. She loved him was he was the nice force user. But like, I mean, I kind of see that. I don't think like the force like forced her where she didn't have a choice. I, but I do think it kind of like made her open up to it a little bit more. Have you guys ever thought could Padme use the force and she didn't know it? Like if she had force sensibilities, cause like she yeah. got away like yeah. in Clone it's Wars, she just escaped body. a lot of shit. <laughs> it was just- Yeah, she does have the force. It's called that body. That's a force of nature, Kyle. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, because it's just like she used to get away and like this lucky ass shit would happen to her. Like she'd be captured and all of a sudden she'd just get away and then Anakin would find her in a hallway or something because he'd come to rescue her, but she already escaped. She just had to get off the ship, you know, type shit. And she was strong-minded, so I don't think she, that it would have worked. That's true, too, because well, remember, she, the Force only works on the weak-minded. I know, but you got to think Anakin is the chosen one, okay? He's insanely strong in the Force. You look at Padme, like especially in like Clone Wars TV, she's a strong ass, confident motherfucker. Like she's like in charge, running the show. And then for some reason, whenever she's with Anakin, she gets so soft and like just melts into him and just like, yes, I love you. And just kind of like loses that like strong front that she has. Now you yeah. could argue, oh, it's because she loves him and she's being vulnerable with him. But I think, I don't know, I think he uses the force to kind of break through that barrier that she has. Well, I mean, if he convinces her, like, if he, if he, you know, just using his own seductive personality and just, you know, showing her how much he really cares about her, allows them walls to, to, to fall, and she's not putting up that wall to block out the thing, then he could be able to use it even more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, He'd be able to use the force. Right. And he might even be able be using the force not to like necessarily change her mind, but at least like read her better so he knows how to respond and he knows he's kind of manipulating her just a bit, whether it's through the force intentionally changing her attitudes or reading her, seeing how she's responding to stuff and predicting, oh, what can I do to make her like me? Well, he might have been, you think about it like this, he might have been using the force to predict the situation in order to put himself in a better in, in a better position to say or do the right thing in yeah. front of her to make her fall in love because you gotta think the force gives you the ability to notice somebody's about to shoot your ass why right. wouldn't it give you the same type of sensibility so you know because they're yeah. good at negotiating like, they're getting freaky he wants to go for the butt he can use the force and be like oh she's not gonna like that she's gonna cut it leave the bedroom so i'm not gonna try that yet yeah you know what i mean let's see like, pat uh tori said what if what if it wasn't padme that was force sensitive but anakin was so powerful that he was able to cast a cloak of luck over her so it seems that she was always lucking 
herself out of sticky situations. That's a possibility. But I don't know because the force really. And see, you have to look at that because we know force protection. Or, or fuck herself into sticky situations. <laughs> Well, she was good about just doing shit. She was. That's why I kind of agree with Star Wars team leader because she was strong will, and it could be like, don't go there, and she just do it anyway. And then he have to come rescue her ass. Um, Chris true. says, that's I think Palpatine point. put events in motion to get them alone together, then uses the Force to make her fall in love with him to make Force sensitive children to serve him. Wow, that's a that's a good point. That that yeah, that's a whole nother theory right there. That Palpatine was the one doing it. It wasn't even Anakin. It was Palpatine. I don't know. If, I don't know about that. Maybe that's a long because well, that changes our what we think, what we thought. We always thought Palpatine was manipulating Anakin because Anakin was like, if you go follow this theory, Anakin was like the perfect host body or whatever because like he's the chosen one, like he's made from the Force, and so if Palpatine can get him like soul, but wait. That theory's putting emotions like, oh, he, it was never about Anakin. It was about Anakin's kids. Well, Anakin's kids is the one that fulfilled the prophecy anyway. No, well, because see, a lot of people look at the prophecy of the chosen one as it was for the light side, and it wasn't ever for the light side. It was it was to make the force equal. So when Anakin kills all the oh, damn Jedi man. and they all escape, and you know everybody's flooded Anakin really he's the one that put balance to the force he fulfilled the prophecy the prophecy was never in in uh in guards of the Jedi you know what I'm saying it was in guards of the force and that's kind of I think so he he actually brings balance to the force because (laughs) if when you think about at the end of a new hope when it was created you had Darth Vader and Palpatine and you had Obi-Wan and Yoda that was it Everybody else was supposed to be dead. It wasn't until other stuff came out. But when it was originally written, it was the balance was two and two. Even though we really didn't know anything about the chosen one yet. Yeah, that wasn't brought out. But when they brought it out, it kind of explained that there was two and two. And then all the other Jedi that survived and then the Inquisitors and all this other shit came out. I don't know. I, I See, that's if you think like you take it literally like, oh, balancing the force means one Sith, one Jedi. I don't, that's see, like, balance. Yeah, but I don't see it like that. I I don't think the Sith bring balance. The Sith bend the Force, and the Jedi seek to maintain the Force and maintain the balance that the Force naturally has. So I don't think Sith can have balance in the Force. Does that make sense? Well, I like mean, one Sith and one Jedi to me doesn't mean balance because the Force will balance itself. Sith bend it to their will. Well, that's the reason that Anakin was supposed to be born of the Force. But, like Chris just said, in the theory of Pegasus and Palpatine using the Force to conceive Anakin, it isn't too hard to think that they could have used the Force to affect their emotions. And that's true. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing. When you think about, like, Sith alchemy or even Force alchemy, and you think about all the different things that the Force is capable of doing, especially with, like, Sith sorcery and shit like that, I mean, it's it's really crazy to think about what it could actually do because you really think about, oh, it's too far of a distance. Well, we know that that's not the truth because Luke teleported his, uh, he did a force illusion clear across the galaxy. So the force can travel major distances. There's no time and space when it comes to the force. So, I mean, it's definitely possible that he did do that. And it could be definitely possible because <laughs> my first thought process was like, so when they're apart 
she would, that, that mind trick, if, like if he was using like a Jedi mind trick to convince her that she loved him, when they were apart, it would go away. But we know that the Force can trans, trans, you know, go over great distances. But then that would limit his ability because he would be constantly using the Force to, you know, keep her under his wraps. So then I was like, nah, he's not using the Force all the time. I think he's just using the Force to be more like involuntary, but he's using it to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. when they're around each other for her to feel more vulnerable feel more comfortable with him and and exactly and it makes exactly. her love him even more it's not i don't think it's outright like mind control or like mind trick but i think it like borderlines on maybe like manipulation so i it begs the question like if you have abilities like that like is it even moral to like use those abilities at all in a romantic relationship you're not like supposed even, to because that would be yeah, a selfish act exactly like even the forethought of like hey this topic should i talk about this or like just like the forethought of like what like going into the relationship how to like navigate conversation even is that like because technically you're using like magic powers is that does is that considered manipulation yeah or is that okay? But you also you know got to I mean? remember that the Jedi are trained in negotiation. That's one of their fucking key things. So him being able to just negotiate his way into love, I mean, into her convincing her to fall in love with him, isn't is it hard to to conceive either? Tori Maybe. said the Jedi aren't interested in keeping balance like they say. They are for domination essentially. They want zero Sith. That's not balanced. The Jedi are hypocritical. The Sith are at least open. Yeah, I don't think... I think the original Jedi, like, maintain balance. But the Jedi that we see in, like, the prequels, no. I think she's right. Well, the Je I those think, Jedi aren't about balance. Because if you go back to Dawn of the Jedi, um, that's what they did. It was all about Ashla and Bogan. It was about yeah. the balance of the Force. They never strayed too far for to the dark side. They never strayed too far to the light. They tried to stay right in the middle. And but I think somewhere it, down yeah. the road it got twisted into light is all that there can be. But there can't be light without darkness. And I think Yoda knew that. I think Yoda but, knew that. I think Yoda, Yoda knew all the shit that was going on. I'm still kind of confused because and it, I mean, Obi-Wan knew that Anakin and Padme was doing shit. He knew it. He I wasn't he, stupid. He and why knew, didn't he ever he step in and, 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 and say anything? And I know in, in the book Brotherhood, it talks about it a little bit. And he's kind of like, because he's kind of embarrassed because then that means he'll have to admit how he felt about uh, Satine. So, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you, you had to overconquer that. You see Anakin is struggling with this. You should have been a better master and came to his aid and helped him with that shit. Or was he just scared Anakin was going to whoop his fucking ass and no, kill him? No, no, no. Hey, I think it's because deep down, Obi-Wan kind of regretted not going after Satine himself. Well, he did. He, he told Satine. I know. So he, like, feels so bad and he knows, like, how hard of a, like, decision this is and how, how much it sucks for Anakin. And so instead of confronting it, he kind of like plays dumb almost on purpose. Like he knows, but he doesn't allow himself to really confront the fact. And so just kind of like pretends that it's not happening because he knows how hard it is and he empathizes for Anakin. So it's more out of a love for Anakin and wanting Anakin to be happy, I think. 
And he doesn't realize think, the negative uh, effect it has on him. But also, you got to think into that factor. I, I agree with you on that. But you also got to think. Uh, Obi Wan saw how Anakin felt after leaving his mom. He also saw how Anakin was after his mom died. He also saw how Anakin felt when Padme fell off the clone trooper's ship. I think he's. I agree with what you're saying there, Garrison. I think he's sympathizing due to the fact that. If he had that opportunity again, he would do it. But he can't, so he's going to let Anakin live that for him. He's living vicariously through Anakin in this situation due to the fact that he didn't get to. Just like right. parents live vicariously through their children. Right. Some parents. I think he's I think doing they, the same. I think Obi Wan's doing the same thing because Obi Wan didn't get to take Satine. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's but he sees. Gross, he Tori. sees. <laughs> no, no, but. I, I I think it's more of like, like Obi-Wan uh, sees through like babe, and attachment. Hold on, hold on. We gotta read we gotta read right, Tori's right, comment. Right. She said, I don't think if it was Annie Oh, it done jumped up. Um if it was Annie, he realized he was doing it. When he did, he snapped and everything was wrong and he lost her. He was so powerful in the force that he was doing it subconsciously. Baldy, that means that Ben, the son, son of Leia, Leia, fell for his cousin essentially because that would mean Leia and Luke and Ray were all Palpatine by blood. That's just gross, man. They Maybe. all banged and each then other. Chris <laughs> says, insert Game of Thrones theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Bodhi brought it up. Bodhi said that he still thinks that Palpatine was yeah. Annie's dad. Okay, so the helmet check scene. Hold on. His mom hold said on. She, never could, she never had sex. Yeah, fucking. Uh, I think she would was you, a slave work you, on the on the on the background. I, the, yeah, I don't think so. But, I think she's a virgin. And, and I, I have faith. infected actual pulled up a good point in Clone Wars season seven. The helmet check scene gives credence to what Garrison says when Obi Wan is walking up to Rex, asking where Anakin's at, and Rex is like, "Oh, he's checking. He's doing. He's doing uh, my helmet check." That right there. Obi-Wan fucking knows better. He's not dumb because when Anakin walks out, he's like, did you at least tell Padme I said hi? Like that right there, you can tell that he's just living vicariously through Anakin because Anakin is doing the Jedi life on top of being with Padme. He's getting the best of both worlds. He's getting his cake and eating it too. Obi-Wan can only get his cake. He can't eat it. So it's it's he's living vicariously through Anakin, which in turn, leads to the downfall of Anakin Skywalker. Right. If he would have put his foot down and like, hey, it's the fucking Order, or it's Padme. You know, we all know for a fact it would have been Padme. But he was still would have turned to the dark side because Palpatine wouldn't have gave him that option. Palpatine would have been like, oh, you could have them both. You could be a Sith and have exactly. Padme. Yeah, exactly. so oh, yeah. he would have because still turned as, to Vader. As much as he loved Padme, Anakin was hungry for power at, at some point. He he wanted better for himself. He wanted but to that's become the thing. stronger. It's, why why sit there and create the downfall when you can literally give him the option and he can choose his own downfall? You didn't. You hung him prematurely instead of just giving him the rope to hang him. You know. Yeah. 
Tori, Tori said, therefore, is Obi at fault for Annie turning into Vader? Obi-Wan says that so. multiple times, I failed you. Because Obi-Wan yeah, knew he, he should have stepped like in. He knew well, that he failed him not just as a master, as a friend, as, you know what I'm saying, somebody that should have instructed him more correctly and let him know, hey, you can't do this. But I don't think it would have made a difference. You know what I'm saying? I don't think... Well, Palpatine would have, as soon as he left let, the order. Well, well, look he wasn't going to let that happen. Says. I like what Jadoff says. He says that Obi-Wan wanted Annie to be happy and felt that Padme in his life would bring peace to his heart after the loss of his mother and keep him on track toward the light side. I think that's true. I don't think Obi-Wan knew that him letting Anakin develop these attachments would make Anakin evil. I think he honestly felt that this thing might actually be good for Anakin. At least part of him did. He might not 100% think that. He might be... Uh, but that's like the only an thing. internal battle about it. But I think part of him did want Anakin to be happy and felt that it was what was best for him. That's one of the things, though, that gets me because Obi-Wan, that was one of the problems that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon had with each other because Qui-Gon didn't want to follow the fucking orders right. every fast thing. And Obi-Wan was direct by the book. Exactly. And then... He left the by the book process when it came to Anakin. And I don't know if Obi-Wan did it because he was like, all right, you know, Qui-Gon was my master. He did it like this. And it always seemed to work out. Maybe it'll work out this time. Or if it was just like CJ was saying that he was just trying to leave by curiously through Anakin. Either way, I think it would have been either either way he would have done it. It would have been I think it was like a lose-lose situation. There was there was no way that he could have overcame the thing. Be and which is kind of crazy because if, if if you go back and you think about it, that was one of the biggest problems that the Jedi Order had with Revan. Revan was went was light side, went to the dark side, they brought him back to light side. Then he went and got married. You know what I'm saying? But he was still their chosen warrior of everything. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the baddest out of them all because he knew how to use the dark and the light side. But at the same time, so they kind of just let him do what he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Instead of enforcing the rules, which I don't understand why the rules are, are, are like, because what's his face has like 20 wives. He's like a Muslim of the Jedi Order. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it a big deal for one person to have one wife if this dude can have 20 wives? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it okay for certain people to do certain things within the order and other people to do other things within the order? I never got that. It's like, it's like you go to your job and your job has these rules until it doesn't, until it, they need to break the rules in order to get the job done. And then the rules go out the damn window. And that's kind of how <laughs> the Jedi order is. Yeah, I, I think... I think the Jedi Order, like, at that time had become, like, almost like they were so scared of the Sith that they were, like, too far on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, they were too far on the other side, just afraid of any kind of attachments. Oh, attaching might somehow lead to being a Sith. So they were like, no attachments. And then obviously they were hypocrites about it, but they said no attachments as a rule when attachments aren't the bad thing. It's the fear of losing the attachments and throwing everything else out the window because you're obsessed is the problem. Love and compassion is super important. That's a great thing. But the Jedi were so afraid of that 
the consequences, the bad consequences of attachment, that they just banned it outright. But then, like, why do they allow some people to be married? It's not really a band. If they're it, hypocrites, because you know, they're hypocrites. Yeah, it, it, it was just hypocritical. The, see, that's why I always went with the Sith. The Sith just said, "Do whatever you want to do. We don't care. Shit, kill everybody, sleep with people, have a bunch of kids. It's, and, at know, least it's more consistent, right?" Yeah, we just, you know, <laughs> it wasn't until Bane made up some damn rules before that. Oh, I don't like you. I'm just going to kill you. You know, that's how, that's how it was back in the early Civ days. Because I don't know, man, it's just, age, right? it's, just, it's just hard for me. Like, it's just hard for me to believe that Anakin did not use some type of force <laughs> because he was so infatuated. Like, as soon as he seen her, even Obi-Wan was like, oh, my God, this dude. Like, he was like. I can't stop thinking about her. I dream about her every night. Like, you know, we was like, what the fuck? What the hell is wrong? You don't want to your ass can't pay attention to shit. You know what I'm saying? You, you infatuated with her. You're just like overly. I mean, he was just from the first time he seen her. He it, was like, whipped. He was whipped. He was whipped. I mean, just right out the picture. Ain't even got none. He, I bet you his whole Jedi career all the way up to the first time they did it that's all he thought about like i'm gonna sleep with her one day and i think he did whatever he could to to get there j dog said i think it was a little of both obi-wan wanted to live through annie and question himself on what qui-gon would have done in his position so though breaking the jedi code would bring balance to the force i don't think he I understand what you say by live through any. I don't think Obi-Wan was particularly living through Anakin. I think he had that regret and he wanted Anakin to almost learn from his regrets. So it wasn't for him. Like, Obi-Wan wasn't getting satisfaction out of Anakin fucking Padme. I don't think Obi-Wan got anything out of that. I think it was because he loved Anakin and he wanted Anakin to be happy. And well, we know that he loved Anakin. I mean, he yeah. was like, you know, he was like his son, his brother. He was like part of his family, which is if you sat back and listened to Obi-Wan saying that, that's how you kind of knew that Obi-Wan had fell from his path because he was so by the book. And then he became attached to Anakin. You know what I'm saying? When you, I loved you, Anakin. You're not supposed to love. You know what I'm saying? Love is is an emotion you're supposed to go off of you know what i'm saying decision making and, and wisdom and stuff like that it's not that, that the like anakin said it's not they're encouraged to love but you're not supposed to love in a form that you become attached and obi-wan was attached to anakin it broke his heart to have to cut down anakin yeah. he didn't want to do it he even told Yoda that. He was like, I don't want to do it. I'll go fight the Emperor. You go fight Anakin. I can't kill Anakin. I love him too much. You know what I'm saying? And then he tells Anakin, I love you. You are my brother. So Obi-Wan in a thing, he slipped from his Jedi walk as well. And which we, I mean, we kind of knew that that was in his nature anyway, because he was ready to leave the order for Satine. Satine is the only reason that he didn't lead the order because she was like, no, you have a responsibility. You must go. And that's all. It was Satine that kind of turned Obi-Wan away that caused Obi-Wan to follow through and being a Jedi. Because she was like, I have to rule Mandalore. That's my responsibility. You have to 
you know, go be a Jedi. That's our responsibility. That was where they came to. They kind of yeah. understood that where Pal uh, I mean, uh, Padme and um, Anakin didn't get that same concept. They knew their positions, but they ignored them things. Even though, and, and Padme said, we'll be living a lie. Do you want to live a lie? She knew that it was wrong. Yeah, those couples are two sides of the same coin. It's just both of them love each other and they want to be together. One couple decides to follow their duties and follow what they think is right. The other couple decides to just follow their heart and do what they feel is right. So it's they're, they're both in the same kind of situation. And they both end up in the same situation. <laughs> they all end up dead. So, <laughs> yeah. They all ended up dead. They do, well, though. Just, they all died. <laughs> yeah, they all died. And not together. Yeah, not. I don't think Obi Wan's uh, intentions were ever bad. I, I think Obi Wan always had the, either. I think he always I, had the I best intentions. I just, think he did it because yeah. he loved Anakin and he wanted Anakin to be happy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you know the 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 potential of Anakin. I mean, yeah. shit, he's the chosen one. You know his potential. But I think that it wouldn't have went, it would have went, no matter what he would have done, it would have went the same way. Palpatine would have still made Anakin Vader. 100%. Because the, he had like, been, he had been watching Anakin since, I mean, if we go off the theory that he, that him and Plagueis used the force to create, create Anakin, Anakin, then, I mean, he's been watching Anakin ever since he was born. So he was never going to let Anakin go. Anakin was going to become Vader regardless. And I think everything that was positioned, he positioned in place in order to get them, you know, to get what he wanted, to get his end goal, which he got. And he was going to get that regardless. You got to understand this. This whole plan has been being planned for thousands of years, ever since Bane took over. All these little things, the information, the being part of the banking clan, being getting involved in this, putting f false rumors out. Everything had been started from Bane and it had worked all the way up to Plagueis, to Palpatine. Palpatine just executed. Yeah. It was at Tory, the point where he could execute it. Tori makes an interesting point, and I want to talk about this. I will die on the hill if Obi-Wan was not ready to be a master with a pad one. He still had a lot of growing and learning to do that he couldn't do while teaching someone else on the level he was. Okay, I think the Jedi at the time of the prequels had almost become like a cult where like the council wanted all the Jedi to kind of act the same way, follow all their rules and no attachments, you know, 100%, like all the rules, follow the rules. Qui-Gon obviously was a little bit better with that where he goes, no, we have these rules for a reason, but sometimes it's not about the rules. Sometimes it's about just doing what's right, right? think we would all argue that yeah, Qui-Gon kind of had force. it. Yeah, Qui-Gon had it more figured out. So to the council, Obi-Wan was perfectly ready. He was completely obedient to the rules at that time. Like in between episode one and two, he was 100% loyal to the council, had no doubts whatsoever. So according to the council, he was perfectly ready to be a master because he was almost, I mean, I'd say it's brainwashed into thinking like the rest of the Jedi. Qui-Gon thought differently. So Obi-Wan was ready to be a master according to the council, but he hadn't learned the lessons that Qui-Gon had, and that's why Qui-Gon would have been the ultimate master for Anakin. Does that make sense? 
No, it didn't. Okay, Every, right over your head. No, I, no. <laughs> Sorry, Marie, it makes comments. sense. I the only, thing, the the only thing that I would question about that was, would be the fact of that at the end of um, Phantom Menace, Obi-Wan hadn't even took his trials yet. So I know. He didn't. He didn't have to take the trials. So if you read into that, yeah, he, he didn't have to. No, that I was getting to oh, that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so he didn't but, have to take them. You know, even he said, "I am ready to take the trials." You know, I think he would have passed the trials. I, oh yeah, I'm I think he, sure would. he would have too. But you know what I'm saying? So I don't. I I agree that he wasn't ready to be a, a, a master yet. He didn't have the experience yet. To be a master i think you know if if i was running the jedi council and this was me and this is just my opinion like you'd have to be a knight for like you know some years before you get to start getting a paddle because you need to have like right. real life experiences out there in the galaxy right. solving problems learning how to negotiate Which you know all things qui-gon had that obi-wan didn't yeah, Obi-Wan didn't have a lot of that stuff. I mean, he had some experience, but he also had a master there with him the right. whole time teaching him exactly. these things. He hadn't experienced them on his own. He hadn't really went out there and done it on his own. I you think, know? yeah, because the qualifications for what a master was for that for the Jedi at that time were, were not what made a good master. It was what made a master that was good for the Jedi Order, but not what made a master that was good in general. Does that make sense? Like, a good master isn't necessarily a master that's good for the order. Because the order is just seeking to, like, continue on their rules and continue on almost like their cult. They want to maintain that power. They want to maintain that status quo. They don't want to change. A good master like Qui-Gon was open to change, was, knew that the Jedi Order wasn't perfect and wanted to change it. But the council wanted Obi-Wan to be a master because they knew Obi-Wan would be loyal to them and keep everything the same with what they wanted. Does that make sense? So, J-Dog said, like Tyron said, who who is Tyron? Tyrion. Tyrion, Tyrion in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, like Tyrion said... Duty is the death of love. Yeah, duty is the death of love, so hence what happens to Obi-Wan was love was the death of duty for Annie. And Chris says, so what if, what if like Anakin, Padme was also conceived through the force specifically for Anakin. And after Padme gave birth to Anakin's children, Palpatine killed her and it was, and it wasn't her giving up to live. The only problem what I would say with that is we know that Padme had parents, it's <laughs> talked about in yeah. the book, and, and she had a father and a, and a, a, a mother, and then Palpatine would have known that she gave birth to both of the living kids. That's true, because he had no idea. Yeah, he had no idea about uh, Leia and Luke. And then Infecta said, I agree with Tori. Obi-Wan was 19, was 19 in the Phantom Menace and still a learner. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think, I, I really don't think Obi-Wan was, was capable. I think Obi-Wan also, he looked at Anakin more like a little brother than, or you know, more like a little brother than he did like a Padawan. So he let Anakin get away with a lot of stuff because we've seen it in the end of uh, the Clone Wars. We or Attack of the Clones. We seen it. Anakin was ready to fucking give up and go jump off the damn ship and yeah. turn the ship around, go get her. And Obi Wan's like, "Follow your duty. What is wrong with you? You'll get kicked out of the order." 
You know, and he's like, I don't care, go back. And like, he's like, no, I need you. What's going on, Dr. Skywalker? Um, but I think that I think that that's one of the problems was Anakin. I, I just don't see anything like I don't. It's hard for me to believe that he intensely used the force. But at the same time, knowing who he is and who he becomes, it's a hard time for me to believe that he didn't do it because he was so infatuated. Like he wanted to be with Padme so bad. I think he would have done anything, even if he didn't subconsciously. I think he was using the force. Like he didn't even realize that he was doing it to persuade her to fall in love with him. I right. think I, I truly believe that he used the force to, you know, to get her to to make her fall in love with him. Right. Even if I he think, didn't realize that he was doing it. I think part of the beauty of the two main characters of Anakin and Obi-Wan is that they're two like almost opposites. Anakin is led by his emotions to a fault where he almost can't control himself because he feels so strongly about something. He loves Padme so much that he's willing to kill fucking younglings for her. He loves his mom so much and is so hurt that he's willing to kill not just the men, but the women and the children too. You know what I mean? He's so driven by his emotions and what he feels that he loses control. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan is so in control that he doesn't even allow himself to feel sometimes. And so it's like the fact that they're together, they're just polar opposites. You know what I mean? So it shows like two extremes. And I think the lesson is like, no, you need to have a little bit of both. You need to think with your head and make good decisions. And you know what I mean? Be a good person. But at the same time, you need to have feelings and understand that rules sometimes are meant to be broken. That love is a good thing. And that passion is a good thing. Just it needs to be kept under control. So I think it just shows the two extremes of kind of that idea. You know what? I think one of the biggest mistakes in, in the Jedi Order that Mace Windu didn't teach everybody how to draw upon the dark side and be able to use passion and shit like that and not turn to the dark side. <laughs> if he had just taught Anakin that, I think it would have turned out a little bit differently. Yeah, but he also didn't trust Anakin. Yeah, so he, he didn't, didn't trust Anakin for shit. He didn't think, I think he didn't think Anakin would handle it, could handle it. So that's why he didn't teach Anakin. Well, he didn't teach nobody that shit. Like that, I know, because he didn't think anybody could handle it. <laughs> it's it's very common. Like you, can, like I'm the only one that can do this. I don't trust. Like this is very dangerous. Like it could lead someone to join the dark side, but I won't. But everybody else might. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of hypocritical, and he thinks very highly of himself. Whether he wants. Well, to I mean, like, it, just imagine, like, if you could choose any Jedi. To, to be your master like if you had that choice who would you choose because well, I would either choose Mace, Mace Windu. Windu or Revan He's a because dick. they both know they both know how to use the light and dark side so it makes them way more powerful I don't know Mace Windu's kind of a like dick though he was a dick but he had he was a dick for a purpose because he knew you know what I'm saying like when you know how to do the shit he knew how to do like Shatterpoint and shit like that boy you can fuck some shit up like Mace was there's a reason Mace was second in charge. He was super powerful and you know, right. you have to be careful with that. I think the best master would be Qui-Gon. Like if you're looking for a true understanding of the force, I think Qui-Gon had the best understanding of what was actually right and what the force actually you know what I mean? I, I agree with you on that. Because 
Qui-Gon didn't look at the Force. He followed what the Force told him to do. He didn't exactly. follow the Jedi rules. He didn't follow... If the Force told him to do something, that's what he did. You know, he didn't pay attention to rules and stipulations and all this different stuff. Which, you know, I don't know. I think I would want a, a master that had a little bit better in lightsaber skills because... Darth Maul whacked him, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I want to get taught by somebody that can, 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 can really use a lightsaber really good. I want to get taught by somebody that can get punched in the face because <laughs> yeah. fucking Qui-Gon got whapped in the face by the lightsaber, and then he's like, "Oh, what happened?" Like, motherfucker, he's a Sith. He's gonna play dirty. You should expect that. Hey, have y'all seen that? Um, there, there's a video on TikTok. I think it was on Instagram. It's this dude. He's like, it's, it, it's two dudes, and they're they're playing with the lightsaber and he keeps turning the lightsaber on and then turning it back on stabbing the dude like and he just goes down and the dude's swinging and he turns his lightsaber off and it just goes by and he just stabs him like why didn't anybody ever do that this is like the brightest thing ever like just turn your lightsaber off the dude swing right past you and then you just kind of like the way that uh the way that the dude beat the elder in uh in visions and the elder he just turned his lightsaber off and just was like, it <laughs> just stuck it through his heart. Like, yeah, that wasn't too hard. Qui-Gon was like a hippie Jedi <laughs> who went with the flow of the Force. And he was. He's that would wrong. be like somebody good to learn how to follow the Force. But I still think I would want somebody to have better, you know, saying like Force abilities and skills in the force i don't know I, I i lean more to the sith anyway because i think the sith is you know it's just way doper because you're um, selfish and you're evil. <laughs> no Deep it's down. not because i'm selfish it's because they're just way more powerful <laughs> like the sith man dude come on man well, yeah because the jedi by definition don't mm -hmm. seek power <laughs> they're just doper you know they do doper shit Marlib said, I hope I said your name right. That's Welcome true. to the show. He said, I mean, Qui-Gon didn't have much experience with a lightsaber combat and had more focus on defense against That's blasters. True. I mean, when when Sith have been extinct for thousands of years, you're not really worried about fighting lightsabers. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, you have... Uh, but still throughout the time, them thousand years, there was a lot of dark Jedi. They just didn't consider them Sith. They just considered them a dark Jedi. So there were several dark Jedi that they had to go get... You know, over time, people to turn to the dark side. So, I mean, they still would have to be. I mean, I guess Qui-Gon yeah, was proficient in like lightsaber combat. He just wasn't that good, especially against yeah. somebody like Maul that's been just training to kill yeah, Jedi. But you for, think like people who have fallen from the Jedi who are now just dark Jedi aren't necessarily trained in lightsaber combat either because they used to be Jedi and all they trained against were blasters. You know what I mean? The only people who are intentionally training for lightsaber combat were the Sith because one day they knew. We're gonna fight the Jedi. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But I got I mean, you really think, <laughs> but you're also dealing with Maul. Maul is no punk when it comes oh, to lightsaber Maul knows combat. What's up. Maul is like one of the best when it comes to just lightsaber combat. Yeah. Yeah, now you're on Maul's dick, you two? Yeah? No, I'm what not are you on talking Maul's dick. About? I'm just saying Maul was dope. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Take a fucking joke. Maul was dope. I mean, in in all reality, he beat Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. He beat them both. Obi Wan just got the good slip on the on the jump up, flip it over, and him. cut him in half. Thing it didn't kill him. You know him. what I'm saying? That wasn't really 
like lightsaber skill that was just you know calling upon the force at the right moment to give you that boost and then just being able to get that because you got to really think he caught Maul off guard because Maul didn't ever think he was going to be able to do that Maul was like dude these dudes is punks you know what I'm saying he was a little overconfident that's what that's what got Maul because any any other Sith or any they would have they would have felt that coming and they would have they would have stopped them from getting cut in half but Maul was kind of but Maul had been training you got to think about it Maul had been training from the time that Palpatine took him on as an apprentice, nothing but to kill Jedi. So his force abilities, his his lightsaber combat was, I mean, was just dope. I mean, he was taking on both Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan like it wasn't nothing. Like it, he, he took off his jacket, was like, all right, this is going to be easy. I'm going to kill y'all. You know what I'm saying? He, he really, he didn't, like he knew that he was about to get him. So I think, you know, to, to be put in that situation, Maul is younger than Obi Wan by like three years, I think. Maul younger than Obi Wan? That have been making Maul like 15 years old, cause wasn't or 16 years old. Oh, it, however, if he was younger or not, he was dope, cause he took them both out. I mean, Obi Wan would have lost if he just didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. I never even that's, looked that up. I have never yeah, even thought Obi-Wan's about. Obi Wan's really young. In Phantom Menace. Yeah, because yeah, that would have been because Obi Wan was what eighteen, nineteen, and and uh. But also makes sense because remember the last time they fight, how Obi Wan's got like the white hair and everything, and Maul still looks kind of the Maul's, same. Maul just Maul was old and rebel, so I don't know, you know, I mean, he was walking with yeah. his, with his cane lightsaber, and but also then when the it came stress, time to fight, the stress that Obi Wan went through probably aged him quite a bit. Yeah, you know, captain to kill your best friend, your little brother. Yeah. Maul was 52 at the time of his death. He was 22 years old in The Phantom Menace. So, so he was, was older. So he's three years older than Obi-Wan. They're about the same age. Yeah, 22 and 19. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, you're the same age. You don't even know your ass from a hole in the wall yet. I think Maul would, like, Maul is like a trained assassin type of character. Like he this. is. I mean, even his ship is set up for assassin. I mean, yeah. and you got to understand, this is not the first time. And see, this is something when you go back to the books, this is something that bothers me. And I know that, you know, a lot of times it's legend versus canon or whatever. But Maul had killed several Jedi before he ever even met um, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. If you go by what the books say, like, uh, what is it? Apprentice or is it Dark Apprentice? And then the, what's the other Maul book? He had already locked killed some. Yeah, lockdown. He had already killed some Jedi before he ever even met them. He killed like four or five Jedi already. Which I don't know how these Jedi are just getting killed and nobody knows. Oh, they got cut down by a lightsaber. It's just some crazy guy with a lightsaber killing Jedi. It's a Sith, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. So the final. Okay, <laughs> Chris is special. <laughs> he said Maul's legs was a little extra rusty on them he needed some wd 40 before facing kenobi yeah that's a good point all right so do we think anakin used the force i think he Padme? did involuntary i don't think he i, mean, I don't think he knew he was doing it but i, I think he did it wasn't I, like mind control or mind trick but it definitely influenced her and softened her up i think he did marlib says no I, I I think he purposely did. Chris says no. I think he I think he knew what he was doing. 
Because like your point, your point, Garrison, that you pulled up earlier was the fact that she pulled away from him and like, don't look at me like that. And was like very rude to him because he was being kind of stalkerish. It was like creepy right. stalker. And then all of a sudden she wants nothing but to be all over him. There had had to have been something there. Because he didn't save her fucking life then. They were just on Naboo. I think so. so. I think I think he I think he did. Oh Marlib says no. Chris says no. Well, look at what Marlib said. He said when Anakin first met Padme, she looked like she instantly fell for him. Yeah, because I think it was the force. I think he had this natural aura about him that drew people in. And, and if you watch the Clone Wars, he was such an approachable character, unless if he was mad. I I, I still think the like all the clones, time. all the clones and, love okay, talking. And we Anakin. haven't even considered the fact that it might have been the Force that brought them together to have the kids like because the Destiny. Force knew what was going to happen. Destiny. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, the the Force might have brought them together. Because the Force knew that Leia and Luke needed to be born to fix everything after Anakin screwed it all up. That's a good point. I mean, we, I, 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 I just, I believe some way that the Force was involved. I just I have this feeling that, that the, the Force was because I mean, even if he didn't use it at all, he, he did. He still used it to impress her. Well, he grabs the pair, he brings it over, he cuts it and sends it back to her. That's something that you would do to impress a woman. That's the whole reason he did it. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he was intentionally thinking, I'm going to use the force to make her love me. I think it was just kind of just happened. Like, I think the force just naturally kind of surrounds him. And you know what I mean? Like, whether knowingly or not, he uses the force to influence the people around him. Well, I mean, it's a natural, it's a natural reflex, right? Just like if well, somebody's shooting you with a blaster, you know, you would. We already know Anakin is like kind of a slave to his emotions. Sometimes he gets really angry, he kills people. He gets really sad, he kills people. He loves someone, he kills younglings. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's, <laughs> he's very led by his emotions, almost to a, does is kill like, though, and almost to a point where he doesn't even realize what he's doing. And I think that's what happened with Padme. Well, I mean, so you can kind of see that too because in, in Attack of the Clone, he's crying because of what he had just did because he felt yeah. remorse about what he did because he did it without even thinking. He just got mad and just and just started taking out all the sand people. I mean, you got to be pretty mad and not thinking about it to kill a bunch of kids. I think the theory is uh, okay. So Marlif said, "I think, I think the theory was true because George Lucas said that Padme at her death had more midi chlorians than Anakin." She also just had two force sensitive babies. <laughs> yeah, she, what the? <laughs> Thanks, babe. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I there's. That's the thing about theories. There's so many different possibilities of the things that it could have been. I think that it's um. I think the force works in mysterious, fucked up wonders. Yeah. 
and I'm annoyed with it. <laughs> well, I think I think the force has a will of its own. We haven't had no force in a while. Yeah, I think the force has a will of its own. And true Jedi's, not the Jedi's in the prequels because they had lost their way, but true Jedi seek to follow the will of the Force. Sith seek to bend the Force. The Jedi's that we saw in the prequels were so scared of the Sith that they limited the Force. All right, give, I'm not. Give, hold on for a second. Hold on. Hold on. Something's got to be said here. Hang up. I gotta get my glasses. Okay. She's got to get nerdy here. What if Padme, when she met Anakin, it was more of a little brother love that she had for him? And then the force fed on that. It felt the love. It fed on that. And then it transformed it into the love that we see later on in the in the series. Right. I think... I can see that. I, I I might disagree with you a little bit about the, it was the Force. I, I think Padme was initially drawn to Anakin, and it was kind of an older brother or older sister kind of thing. It definitely was that at the beginning. You can totally see that in episode one. Yeah, because Anakin was, what, 10? Yeah, in it was nine? nothing romantic and, and, at the beginning. And, yeah, and, and Padme was 16. 14. 14? Yeah. 14. But still, like, that was that was a huge was a difference. difference at that Cougar. point. Cougar. <laughs> but fucking cradle robbing. And but even when she I first, think I think yeah. that because because we all know that the force is manipulative, kind of. Like no matter how you look at it, it's manipulating what's around you. It's manipulating the air to, you know, pick things up to move things. It's manipulating minds. It's it's manipulative. You can justify it with the Jedi well, and all of that. It's, it's manipulative. Yeah. So it it man, it took that love, especially cut if if you want to go on the theory of well theory about how Palpatine was Skywalker's dad. Um, the Force already knew what it was going to do with with Anakin already, so it saw that love transformed into something that could easily be double manipulated. Maybe I I still think it was Anakin at some point doing it, like Anakin, whether knowingly or not, I think unknowingly is kind of using the Force to to draw her. Because even in Episode Two, when she first sees him again, now that he's even eligible, she like you can tell she like is taken aback by how much she's grown, but she tries to s- still maintain that same way of treating him. She's not yeah. trying to like get close to him. He's still trying to get close to her. Yeah, and it's and so it's he that breaks her down. <laughs> it's that it's that that kind of um, back and forth and the the chase kind of that Anakin has with Padme. It just feeds off of it. Right. They know, like, and it and it and it changes that in Padme's head. Um, sir, I sir, I can't say your name. I can see that. So, sir, Nitty M. Akani Oye. Uh, I can't. I can't even say it. Welcome to the show, man. It's nice to see you. The force surrounds us, guys. Yeah, All right, keep talking. I need to take a potty break. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Y'all gotta learn to go to the bathroom before the show. Hey, man. Y'all got IBS. It does not matter. If I got a poop, I go poop. Get a butt plug. Plug that shit. 
I'm pretty sure my stomach will shoot that bitch out at Mach 6. So rule is why. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, don't, thanks for joining I don't know. I just, I just don't see somebody that, that, that can use the force the way that he can. I mean, he does this. He does it so much just without thinking. I mean, we see that when he jumps out of the speeder. He don't even think about it. He just does it. Just jumps out the speeder and just allows the force to do what the force does. I think that he naturally just does stuff without knowing. I I, I agree with Garrison on that. I don't think he I don't think he did it intentionally. I think it was involuntary that he used the force to to help persuade. Maybe not all the way, but I know he used it a little bit to help persuade her to to fall in love with him or to help persuade him or her to like him or see him in that type of way. Because like Garrison said, at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, she's like real standoffish. You know what I'm saying? She's like, well, it's not Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it's Attack of the Clones. It's she's really clone. standoffish. And she's really like she's still treating him like that little kid on on um You always be that little kid I knew on Tatooine. That's, That's right. That's the way she treats him. I mean, and even when even when she starts to feel certain types of way, you know what I'm saying, she still pushes him away in his exactly. consistency. Every step of the way, she's giving clear signals that she's not super into it. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they kiss. And then the next thing you know, but that could be, I mean, how many times has that, has that happened to you in your life? You really like a girl, you keep pursuing her. And then after a while, she kind of comes around. And we all got a story like that. No, then you find out. No, apparently. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that after a while, joke. you that find out that's not Let the chick know. you wanted Don't to be with anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, you're crazy, Don't bitch. Stupid shit, you know? guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I, I just... I don't know. I, I still think that he, I think he does it and not even know. Subconsciously, the force, he just so powerful within the force. He uses the force in all aspects of everything that he does. I agree. And he just doesn't even realize it. I don't think consciously he did it. I don't think he was, I don't think he's that much of a dick yet. I don't think he gets to that point until he becomes like full out Vader. And I still don't think that he's like completely out there. I just think he just doesn't give a shit no more. And he just like, screw it. Because we see that Luke was able to bring him back. So all his heart wasn't gone. Right. All right. We got any uh, what ifs? We got a what if today? No, actually, I don't have a what if today. All right. Well, then let's go to the. Let's see. Y'all have one time I don't have one. So. Uh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. I've missed hey, it before. Everything it happens. Fun. Let's go Here's to some rumors. news and rumors then. Yes, I Me! Me! Me in the front row! CJ, I'm Me in the front row! Right here! Down in the front! Go for it. So, Columbia Jacket loves to make Star Wars products. Right? Columbia? The clothing brand? Yeah, yeah. So, the last time they did the 50th anniversary, the last time they did a Star Wars project was the 50th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Or not 50th, but the anniversary for Empire. Right? Now they are making Clone Wars jackets. So you can get, if you remember the winter jackets that they wore in Clone Wars, uh, Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi-Wan's jackets, the blue, the white, and then Ahsoka's little weird one with the bows on top. 
They made those. Can you tell me how much they cost? Can I tell you how much they cost? 150. Fucking no. Two fucking no. $500 for a jacket. Yeah. What? No, you got to go on Columbia's website. They are $500 jackets. A soccer jacket is $414. Yeah. $500. Public parker. Republic the heavy heavyweight pullover. pullover is 140. That's not too bad. And Republic they were sold ball. out of those. The Republic ballpark is for ball cap is forty dollars for a baseball cap. Uh, yeah. I, so those parkas are the only thing that are left, and you can only choose between Obi Wan and Anakin. You can't choose anything else now. Everything else is sold out. So all the cheap shit's gone. All the expensive shit's still there. Damn, man, that's a great. It is a lot. They are really good jackets. I like Columbia's products. I actually have a Columbia rain jacket. It was a little overpriced. But they, they make a good product. But I'm not spending $500 for a product. That's a lot of Black Series figures in my taste. So I I weigh the options. I don't know. Where the hell did they get that all the Star Wars fans are rich? Because I'm telling you, man, they, everything that has bitches. to do with Star Wars is like way overcharged. Like, just, I mean, overpriced. This and like, I have... One I more thing. When I was young, you could get a Star Wars action figure for like four dollars. Now they're like thirty. Like Jesus. And then I have one more thing. John Favreau and Pedro Pascal tease big surprise in the Mandalorian season three. Yes. That I saw I that. that. I loved it. They so did, they gave us a yeah, they, they gave us a date. They give us a huge which, date. Dates are the dates are are, are which is crazy because they say they have is coming out on the first, March first, on March first. But Disney and IMDb and uh, um, there's another website. I'm trying to think of the other website. They all say it's the fourth. So what John said here. I have what John said. We like to keep surprises so that each week as we tune in, we get to discover things. Hopefully unexpected things occur. I think it was really wonderful that everybody that worked on the show was able to keep Grogu a secret until he was revealed in the first episode. Also, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker appearing in season two. Not everything is going to be a big surprise like that, but each week it should be something unexpected happening. And that's the idea of having a surreal television show where what's nice about what is nice about it compared to a film is that every week everybody gets to see a chapter that discusses and keeps it guessing what's going to happen next. I will say though that the scope of it is getting bigger. We have really cool space battles. We have lots of Mandalorians. We have the planet of Mandalore, yeah, <laughs> which we're, which we've been talking about for a very long time. We learn more about the Mandalorian culture and the, course of all the great actors you've seen from seasons previous and many of them that will return. Hold up, and we hold get up, to right see quick. all of them together on this show. Uh, in fact, it said, while I have time before y'all leave, thank you guys so much for all that you do. I have been been being your uh, content. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm bet he meant I've been watching your content. Yeah, for I've been months. watching your content for months while working. You guys get me through my day and I'm so excited to finally be here, able to catch you guys on the live stream, man. Thank you a lot, man. That's we'll awesome, man. It. That makes that makes my day a little bit easier. I, I'm glad we can at least make somebody happy and not argue with us. <laughs> we'll argue with each other. Um, the rest of this, he says, um, it's almost done. 
Uh, where to go? Where was I? So it's been a very ambitious season and a lot of our directors have returned a very experienced team that has been working on the Mandalorian for a long time. And I think the people are going to be really excited when they see what we have in store. Hopefully each week will be like an opening a Christmas present for everybody with surprises for somebody. Yeah, that that I mean, I like that, but at the same time, it, it you said the same shit about Obi Wan. You said the same shit about Book of Boba. Well, Fett. no, my thing is this: are if they're gonna bring out a surprise every episode, like, dude, are y'all gonna just be cameo? Because we talked yeah. about that on Wednesday when uh that when was Maria the was here about with the, Book of Boba Fett. The, it like, seemed like a so fangasm of bullshit. Yeah, it's just like I want a story. Give me a story. The first two seasons had good stories. We followed it. It, it was exciting because you, you couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next week. I just don't want a bunch of, you know what I'm saying, cameo. Just th- th- that That's going to be terrible if they just put out cameo and surprises every episode. Like, I don't want to see a bunch of surprises. Just give me a, a storyline, which I know we're going to get surprises because, I mean, they're going back to Mandalore. I mean, that's a whole new era of, of information that we have no information on at this point. We have we have stuff from Clone Wars pre- Empire attack, and then we have hints of it after the Empire attack from Rebels and a little bit of Mando. We don't have anything. We don't even know what the fucking planet looks like except for from afar. Yeah, we, we saw a glimpse of it of, of what happened after 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 the Empire took over. Because you got to remember, this is in between the Empire. I mean, uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. And Force Awakens. So th- th- this time period, we don't know what's going on with Mandalore at this time. So. It's it's kind of scary because it's like, all right, well, what's what's really what's really happening? You know what I'm saying? So I I, I was pretty sure we were gonna get we were gonna get a lot of um. We're gonna get a lot of Mandalorians. Oh, uh, Pekka you that. said, y'all even helped me through the death of my father, man. Thank you, man. Uh, we are very happy that we could we could help you get through that. I mean, hey, I we, know we losing a loved one. I know how uh, how that feels because I, I lost my mom, you know, a few yeah. years back, and it's it's rough. I'm glad our stupidity can lighten your day. Hey, yeah. we helped take your mind off it, but take some credit. You you got yourself through that too. Yeah, it's not you're not you're yeah, not you're alone. Stud. Don't you worry. Like you did that you did that by yourself, but I'm glad we could be right behind you, kind of not directly like <laughs> guiding you through it, but just. You know, being here, giving you something to think about. Other than that, it's great. It's great to be that. So Marlo, that guiding uh, light. Marlo just said, "Well, gotta go, guys. I enjoyed the live stream as it was my first, and definitely won't be my last." Well, man, thank you, man. We really appreciate you checking us out. Yeah, I hope, we love you guys. Yeah, we do, man. We hope you guys have a great day. Go check out the website. Yeah, Don't go forget. check out the website. It is a shameless plug. Fuck off. No, it's our I, website. I, go check out the website just for the simple fact that uh, you guys can do the impossible quizzes on there, especially because you guys didn't get a chance to stay here long enough to hear the impossible quiz today. Yeah, yeah. Go check out the impossible quiz. The merch store will be dropping soon. I don't know how soon. Kyle's kind of guy. Hopefully, that I'm light. getting it up by January. I hope. Uh, I will, my goal was to have it out before December, but. Now they make you do all this stupid different shit, man. It's just a pain in that. And that's and that's fine. Just go check out the merch. Go check out our profiles. See what we're about, like personally. 
just uh, s- drop the website name. Uh, Swaycast at Swaycast.com. Yeah. So S W A A C A S T dot com. Um, that all the news you had? You got any toy news? No, there is no toy news right now. I mean, other than they dropped a Hoth, like Battle of Hoth set, you can get uh, six uh, regular troopers, like rebel troopers, not troopers, but six rebel soldiers that are in like Hoth gear. But that's been out for a while now. They're just finally releasing it for stores. Other than that, that's um, all I got. I was just excited about the Mandalorian stuff because that you know that's my favorite culture. <laughs> um, the acolyte cast Margaret, uh, they just cast Margaret Lavina Lavia. I can't ever say her last name and uh, guest role. So she will be a guest in the series. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the movies or some of the other stuff that she's played in. Um, but she announced it. They announced it on Deadline Reports. Um, the acolyte, uh, she'll have a guest role. Um, she was in, okay, so she was in the television series How to Make, uh, How to Make It in America, um, Revenge in the Blacklist, and recent main role in Deuces, um, In From the Cold, and an up and coming mystery, Lavinico, Lavinico. Um, she was in the diary of a teenage girl, um, The Lincoln Lawyer. So she got some she got some stuff underneath her belt, you know, and she's gonna be a guest star on the show. I don't, it doesn't say for how many episodes or anything like that. At least not on this uh, on this um, site. And then the other one that I had was um, they have actually updated the reading guide for the chronological order of the High Republic, which is great for me because that shit was kind of confusing. I, I promise you, I listened to a couple books out of order, and I was like, "Dude, this don't make no freaking sense. Why y'all dropping books out of order?" But now they have re-updated it on a thing. I will put a link in the description to the website that you can go to to find out all those um to find out what order if you're reading those books. And then Star Wars Jedi Survivor is te- teasing and uh, excites fans ahead of the Game Awards. So basically, the awards is on the uh, 2023. They've actually dropped a couple little teasers for um, the new Jedi Survivor. Yes. You know what pisses me off is that I went to go fucking get Gotham Knights. It's not a Star Wars topic, but I went to go get Gotham Knights. And you can only get it for the new Xbox console. You can't get it for the Xbox One. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with Jedi Survivor is that you can only get it on the new console and not the Xbox One. Or or PS5 that can't nobody get a hold of. And if you do buy one, or <laughs> freaking $2,000. Like, dude, what the hell is a video game? That's a cool. What you talking about? You could go to Best Buy now and get a TV PS5 combo for like 800 bucks. Oh, shit. You might want to go get that because... I know people that are, I've been looking online, people, gang of people been talking shit about it, which I don't play video games, so it don't bother me, but gang of people are talking about that they can't find the damn consoles. And, like, when the hell did they stop making game consoles that you, like, they have, like, two versions, one you can put a disc in and one you can't put a disc in and They do shit. that with the Xbox New Series, yeah. Like, dude, what the hell is that shit? Just put it all in one. Why are you making, do you greedy bastards? It's just about money. Oh, I want one that has the disc, and I want one that doesn't have the disc. Does anybody even buy discs anymore? Don't you just download everything off a of line now? 
Haven't we got past discs? But that was the only two things I I had. Really, I download everything now. So there's, I mean, there's a like I read one article about uh, um, designer Michael Wilkerson about uh, designing all the clothes for Andor series. It was pretty interesting, but I mean, it's not really news. We kind of heard that before. They've talked about it before on several other um, sites. Um, And yeah, I didn't really have much. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to bring up that was really like non-Star Wars. The Indiana Jones, Jones, have y'all, did y'all say, have y'all seen? I watched that trailer. That de-aging, man, I don't know why. It looks great. I mean, it looks good and everything, but I don't know why they did it. Like, he's old. Shit, he was older than the last movie. Just let him be old. Shit, what's wrong with him being old? Let the man die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus. Like, I don't get it. Like, why would you de-age Harrison Ford and Harrison Ford is still alive? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. He's not playing a younger version of himself. He's just playing himself. So just let him be old. Like, I I'm didn't not get gonna it. Lie. The name of that movie sounds pretty fucking lame, though. The Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I liked all of them. All of, I mean, the Crystal Skull one was kind of just like, eh, but I mean, it was still good. I still watch it. You know what I'm saying? I, I liked it. Okay, so I liked it up until they went to go find the Crystal Skull. Like, I liked Shia LaBeouf's character up until they went into the jungle. I don't know. I liked the jungle scene where them ants was eating people. I was like, dude, that's dope. Of course you would. <laughs> I want to see an ant eat somebody here in real life. That would be that would be so cool to watch. I just like the bar scene. Or not the bar scene, but the 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 the, the cafe scene where he fucking tells Shyla just hit that guy with the mug. <laughs> fucking just wow. Chris starts a whole fucking fight to get out of the mask of Mandalore. And finds a Sith holocron from Revan, and he finds Ezra to open it. <laughs> That's a lot to open. <laughs> finds the mask of Mal- uh, Mandalore, the Sith holocron. I don't. What happened to the mask of Mandalore at this point? Because the last yeah, person missing. had it was after Revan uh, or uh, um, Clan Order. What's his face? He he had it, and then like you don't hear nothing about the mask of Mandalore after Revan. Like, not until Boba finds it. Yeah, not until Boba finds it. Not in, at least in the books. So, well, like, I don't know. That'd be kind of... Uh, J-Dog said that's his favorite scene. That was a good scene. I don't know. I liked the whole movie. The movie was cool. I mean, it wasn't, like, the best at all. To me, Temple of Doom was the best. Yeah, old well, boy first, sitting there with the sword. Yeah, the <laughs> and first he, one's the best. Not I just love when he's that. rounding that corner and that guy's got that sword and he's ready to fight and you can see Harrison Ford is physically Jesus. sick like he is actually sick in that scene he has the flu and he literally it was supposed to be just like a gag so they could redo the scene and he pulls the gun out and shoots the guy and George kept that it was perfect it is yeah it was it was such a, such an indie scene is like dude I'm fucking tired like I don't I've been running I don't need to fight you <laughs> I don't know I liked it because when he that dude pulling people's hearts out and showing it to him. I was like, dude, that's dope. <laughs> I don't know. That whole movie was dope. I just like that movie. Dr. Okay. Jones! Dr. Jones! I love him. He's my, my short round or whatever. Is that yeah, his name? Yeah, short round. Dr. Jones! Yeah. He's my favorite part of that movie. 
but like the first one was just they, they had too many drawn out parts in it i didn't i mean i liked the first one i just it wasn't my favorite and the second one like you really get to see like more indiana jones like the first one was kind of like yeah then you got to really see indiana jones the third one was just cool because of they were looking for the cup of christ and you know it, it come on it has it has uh oh man what's his name uh sean connery sean connery sean connery just i love sean connery and then junior junior you named yourself after the dog (laughs) (laughs) she talks she talks in her sleep (laughs) you know what i'm saying it was it was just i I don't know it it was good i liked it but it was just number two was the best thing crystal scrolls was good but it just i don't know like why are you looking for crystal skulls like now now you're trying to bring aliens and shit in indiana jones yeah and that's what that one that was kind of weird and I'm I, I'm excited to see. I loved movie. I loved when he's they drop his ass off in the nuke town. Oh, yeah, and he, oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I love that Myth Mythbusters tested that out. Oh. Like, would, would those style of refrigerators survive a blast like that? It would. And they would sit there and put it through different types of like <laughs> dynamite and fucking C four. And then they tried to ask the U.S. government to see if they could actually try it, if they would do a nuke test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we're not going to try that. No. It was, the thing was, is like you would die after a C4 blast of it hitting like the, the impact from a C4 blast. Well, into you got to understand the distance away from the bomb that it was, too. So, But it know, threw you- that fucking fridge like... Uh, yeah. They're dead. 17 hey, foot. They're dead. People died in them refrigerators just because they got in them and couldn't get out. <laughs> them, I've, I've had to move them refrigerators back in the day. Them damn things is like moving a damn gun safe. This shit is heavy as shit. They, they're they're awkward, nice, though. They latch like they super latch. You know, they didn't have good rubber back in them days. It was like metal to metal and you couldn't even breathe in them damn thing. Them old ass refrigerators were made good. Those were death traps. All right, any got any other news or rumors, Garrison? No. I hear uh, Willow's yeah. getting a lot of love. I was gonna watch it last night. I was gonna watch the first episode last night, and then I didn't watch it. Did you watch it, Garrison? No, no. I haven't either, but no I've been interest. just seeing a lot of positive stuff on it. Did you I like have the no movie? interest in it. I've never seen the movie. You never seen the movie Willow? Oh, you gotta go no. watch it. The movie Willow is kind of dope. It's I don't not know. super dope, but it's kind of dope. It's not like. I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's one of my favorite movies no, ever, but it, it was cool. It's, 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 it's not super movie. dope, but it's kind of dope. It's a, it's a it's a cute movie. It is. It's it, it's it's a cute movie. It got some cool shit in there. But you I know, really I, like you cute. when you watch it, when you watch it though, honestly, it does like you know that George Lucas made it, like because right, of the lightning and you know what I'm saying like some of the shit that came out of Star Wars is in there and you're like yeah this is definitely a Star Wars movie maybe the movie we'll see, I we'll like see. the movie the movie it's 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 in, it's in my top 100 favorite movies I'll say that what yeah Willow's in my top 100 favorite movies when I was a kid I used to watch it all the time bro if it's top 100 then it's gotta be super dope you can't say oh it's it's kinda dope if it's in your top 100 yeah, top 100 deal though. It's like that's not. I mean, out of 100 movies, but you guys still understand. I'll. I'll uh, it's still not 
I'm not going to say it's super dope because it's not. It's not super dope. Especially now when I watch it as an adult, I'll be like, what the fuck? But when I was a kid, it was, yeah, I, I used to watch shit out of that movie. But I used to also watch Weird Science and shit like that. And I used to think that that was dope. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was All just right. me being young. <laughs> but no, nah, I watched Willow not too long ago. I watched Willow, like the, the movie, probably about six months before they came out with the, the, the announcements that they were going to make the Willow series. And yeah, I, I, I still liked it. So I was like, yeah. I was gonna watch the the series last night. I just got busy doing shit and didn't do it. All right, so is that it for news and rumors? I think so. I think All right, we're, we're going to the quiz. quiz. Oh, going yeah. to the quiz. I got some good questions. I think y'all might be, y'all gonna like me this episode. All right. Well, you say that every episode. I don't trust you. <laughs> Okay. Perfect timing. Here we go. Nobody was saying anything. I know. It was really nice that of you. That was perfect timing. It was very sweet. <laughs> I thought perfect timing is when you cut one of us off, you asshole. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Stay consistent. Don't confuse me like this. Okay. Question number one. Who twitched? Who? Uh, okay, let me restart that. And yeah, let me get something to drink right quick. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, ma, ma. All right, ready to go. <laughs> Who teaches Quinlan Voss how to draw upon a dark side without turning into a Sith? Uh, Asajj. Okay, what'd you say, Garrison? I said Mace would do. Oh, CJ got it. It's Asajj. Asajj Ventress. It was in the book. I didn't know it was in the book. Yeah, it's in the book. In Asajj's book? Yeah, and it's Quinlan Voss's book, really. It's about the Jedi that. I were listening to that book. I have it. It's on my Audible. It's actually really good. I have to go check it out. Um, many people have used the name Fulcrum throughout the history of the franchise. What three people do we you we see them you or hear used on screen? Wait, can you repeat that? Uh, on screen? Sure. Are we talking? Many people have used the name Fulcrum throughout the history of the franchise. What three people do we hear used on screen? Bro, no clue. I I have maybe one. Hera. I can't name one. Are we talking live action or cartoon? They used it on screen. Like characters that used the name Fulcrum. Ahsoka, Callus, and Leia. Nope. You got two of them right, Chris. Ahsoka, Hera, Leia. Nope. Not one of them right. All I know is Ahsoka. You ruined trivia. You're mean. All right, y'all ready for the answer? Sure. Ahsoka in Rebels, Agent Callus in Rebels, and Cassian in Rogue One. Really? That's the only three people that actually used the, the call name Fulcrum on screen. I'm sad that I didn't know the Cassian one. And you only hear it once in Rogue One. When What's-His-Face calls him and tells him when he's making a call, he says this is Fulcrum. Uh, That's only, he only says it one time. Went right over my head. For about killing her dad. Uh, he says this is Fulcrum. He answers this is Fulcrum. Okay. 
Why couldn't Ahsoka pass the Jedi trials even though she was skilled in raw force talent? Because she was young and stupid. She played too much with her emotions. Anakin was her master. <laughs> Anakin was her master. Actually, Garrison, you got. I'm gonna I'm give you the point on that. Uh, so, because it was because of her emotions, it got. That was me. Making, that's why I said it was on you, CJ. You said Garrison. Oh my bad. That's why Garrison was dancing. Oh that's why I was my dancing. Bad. It was CJ. It was because of her emotions got in the way of her making wise decisions. So both times that she tried to go through the Jedi trial, she failed. And then she got, she left out order. So then she didn't ever get a try again. I told y'all I would make these ones a little bit easier. I love you. (laughs) Chris said, because she was freaky. Hey, you better stop talking about Ahsoka. Ahsoka was the greatest. F-R-E-A-K. I'm just kidding. All right. Question number four. What was Jabba the Hutt's son's name? Oh fuck! Something the hut. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't get <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> oh damn! It's still out of finger test. <laughs> no, it wasn't zero. It's the one. Attila. Stinky was the nickname that that, that uh, Anakin and uh, Soka gave him. Rada, Rada, Rada the hut, Rada, Rada. Yep, that's it. Right of the hood. Let's go. Who kills Commander Fox for not informing the rest of the forces, the rest of his forces? Vader. Yep. Damn. Shit. Made these too easy. Good job. I just know. I just know who killed Fox. That that wasn't that it was easy. It's just I I I have that comic. Like I have that specific comic book in storage, and it's a gruesome ass comic book because he was mean. So really, the new comes back to the Jedi Temple, and Fox and his forces surround the Jedi Temple. Then when Jack Castanew is trying to get away, Vader is chasing her and. Fox didn't tell nobody that Vader was with them. So Vader got mad and killed him. Because <laughs> they were shooting at him. Okay. Hano Anaka has a pet Kawiki monkey lizard that helps him do the dirty work. What was that monkey lizard's name? What fuck? The fuck? A monkey lizard? Yeah, yeah so it's on the I, I love Kawaki monkeys. Repeat the, <laughs> Repeat the question. Repeat the question. Can you repeat the question? Okay. Hondo Anaka has a pet. We're just going to call it a monkey lizard because I don't want to keep trying to say that damn name. Kawaki and monkey lizard that helps him do the dirty work. What was that monkey lizard's name? Couldn't fucking tell you now. Hondo Anaka's the. The one guy, the pirate? the pirate dude, right? Yeah. Okay. He has the monkey lizard and... sets on his shoulder like a parrot. Well, you gotta watch. You gotta watch Clone Wars because he has a um, monkey lizard. Capuchin. No. Oh. J Dog. Juan Juan is not it. Jerry, Chris, that's not it. Dave. Dave. Boo boo. <laughs> and he said boo boo. <laughs> What's the monkey from uh, Night at the Museum? Oh fuck! Uh, I can't remember that either. The capuchin monkey. Go. Monkey lizard. All right, y'all ready uh, for the answer? Anybody in the chat got a? Uh, I got an answer. 
Alright, here it comes. Pick mook mook. Pick mook mook. Yeah, pick mook mook. Pick mook mook. That sounds like Tagalog. Pick mook mook. I thought his name was something else. Like I, I could have swore his name was something else, but that's what the book says. So I don't. I guess so. Cad Bane had a droid named Toto that we all have the feeling that he didn't like very much. What type of droid was it? I know he was voiced by Seth Green. I, that's all I can tell you. Star Wars no team idea. leader got picked, but I think you said it after. Well, I don't know. Maybe at the same time. I'll give you that one. Repeat the question. Cad Bane had a droid named Toto that we get the feeling that he didn't like very much. What type of droid was it? Um, a Yorkie. A Yorkie droid? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a real droid? <laughs> I don't know. Because Toto from, uh, from uh, the, the fucking... Wizard of Oz. Holy shit. Wizard of Oz. Shit. Yeah, I could take That's a like a Yorkie, like, What the fuck it? is he talking about? <laughs> A Medical nurse, nurse droid. No, Fuck Chris, you. that's not it. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all ready? A techno service droid. I was so close. I was right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here goes that y'all should know. What senator did? What senator did Anakin beat up because he was jealous of his past relationship with Padme? Oh. Shit. Um. Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner? Yeah. He had a relationship with everybody. <laughs> he said Donald he Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. I have no idea. That's close, Lenny, but that's not it. Corvus? Is this in the Clone Wars? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I mean, like, he really beats his ass. Clovis. Yep. That's it, J Dog. Good job, Senator J-Dog. Rush Clovis. Yeah, he's Rush Padme's Clovis. former love. Yeah, and he beats the shit out of him. I mean, he whoops his ass bad, too. My point punching. exactly. This nigga can't, can't control his emotions. <laughs> this idiot. Huh. Um, who is the only dark side user we see on screen using force lightning that is red? Ray. Nope. Bane. Nope. We don't ever you see Bane on screen. I don't know. Well. I mean, we kind of do. I don't know anybody who uses but he's Red like Lightning. like a force ghost. Got Ray. Palpatine used it. Um, Dooku. Dooku uses force lightning. But none of them were red. There's only one person that uses red force lightning. That we see on screen. Nope, Lenny, not Mace. Do we ever see Mace Lou use Force Lightning? Nope. Uh, I didn't think so. Palpatine's is blue. Ray's was blue. Dooku's was blue. Or white or blue. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. Yep, Chris. Chris got it. The son from Mortis. <sighs> when he uses Force Lightning, it is red. The only person that has red Force Lightning, which is dope. Okay, 
Who assisted Padme in the rest of Zero the Hut? Ahsoka. Nope. Mace. R2. Nope. R2-D2? He said, Lenny says Bane's ghost. And I don't think Bane's ghost used Force Lightning. I don't think ghosts can use Force um, Lightning. Is it not R2-D2? Oh. Well, I mean, probably, but... Jar Jar? <laughs> Jar Jar, nope. Probably. C-3PO, probably. They probably all was there, but... Captain Wolf, yeah, you're getting closer, j Dog. Captain Rex. Nope. Cody. No, nope. Fives. Zero. We, we already talked about him. Wrecker. Wrecker? <laughs> I don't think Wrecker and him was around yet. I don't know who is it. Fox. We already talked about him. Fox. Yep. Hmm. Commander Fox. Yeah. Yoda used lightning to set the temple on fire. Yeah, but he like he didn't shoot it out of his hand. You know, he didn't use force lightning. That lightning bolt came from the sky. It was like, he just lit the tree on fire. It was the sacred text. Like, <laughs> sacred page, page turners they are. <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> the sacred text. Hmm? There. I don't think I don't think like he really forced it. I think he just was like, screw it, just you already burning the shit. Just let's just blow that shit up. <laughs> let's destroy everything. Yep. See, I made the questions a little I tried to make them a little bit easier. See? That was a little bit easier. I'll go back and look at them and tell you who won. Because y'all both got right once this time. And people on uh Does the Wish Mother use Force Lightning? Mother Talzin? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember seeing her use She might be able to, but I don't remember her using it. I can't remember. I don't know. I was just going off of what the book said. What was the question? I was walking my fish. (laughs) Lydia, you are. So you was walking your fish. I should be getting my puppy here pretty soon, y'all. We decided on the name. Puppy? Yeah, I'm getting a puppy. puppy. We're gonna call him Reno. Reno? Reno? Like Reno 911? Yeah, like Reno, Nevada. I, I had what well, I had a That's dog the named same Reno. place! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a dog named Reno before, but he was crazy and I had to get rid of him. Like he was that there was something wrong with him. He would like bite his dad on the neck. It was one of my 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 big male's puppies and he would bite his dad on the neck and just drag around for like two days he wouldn't what? let go <laughs> like something was wrong with him <laughs> psychotic dog yeah he was just weird and then his dad would just be looking at me like are you gonna get this little bastard off of me i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna eat him if i he don't get him off of me. like he wasn't even as big as my dog's head and he just bite his dad in the neck and just hang there and he was real cool because he was like gray and he had what he was like light gray and he had like a red tint to him he was the he was dope but i had to get rid of him and then he ate somebody's wig and killed him the dude i gave it to him his wife had a wig and the dog ate the wig and the wig killed the dog <laughs> death by wig it's a thousand ways to die <laughs> death by wig like a I don't know. 
I've seen dogs do shit that dogs shouldn't be able to do. Right. Revan's lightning. Does Revan ever use lightning? I think he only redirects lightning. I don't remember actually. In the book, it never talks about him physically using lightning. He In the redirects, book, she shoots uh, it at Nihilus's. him, and he shoots it back and kills her. Yeah. And then when the Emperor shoots him with the lightning, he just gets fried. No, he, he blocks the first until, one. Yeah, he blocks exactly. the first one, and then he tries to do the same thing he did with Nihilus to the Emperor, and then he just gets electrocuted. And then What's-Her-Face runs up to on the side of him, and then uh, Scourge, Scourge stabs her in the back. Yeah. And then I still, the Emperor shocks him again. I still believe Revan would have had a chance if he didn't get betrayed. I don't know, man. Dude, that's the that's the only thing that I have to like, dude. I would not want to go up against that emperor, man. Dude, Vicient was no punk, man. Vicient destroyed an entire planet. He sucked Vicient's all the scary. force from the entire planet, every living thing, into himself. That dude, like the first time Revan and Melek went up against them, they ran in there thinking they was gonna do something, and he didn't even get out of his seat. He just mind manipulate him and turn him into Sith like made him go to the dark side he didn't even get up <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he just like dude I don't I just don't see anybody like dude it took what What wasn't it, his kids they ended up killing him it was kids and some other people that uh, they took a whole bunch of people to kill him it wasn't just like one person that, like I don't think Revan Revan is dope but that dude is No, nah, in the when he was in the cell, Nihilus or Nyris comes in and she shoots it at him, and he redirects it and it goes back at her, and kills her, evaporates her. All right. Well, no, Bane is the one that could. Bane didn't shoot lightning out of his fingers. If you go back and listen to the Bane book, Bane drew lightning from anywhere. He could just draw lightning from anywhere because he kills that one dude. And I think it's in the second book. Yes, yeah, in the second book. He kills that one dude. Um, yeah, Lenny like Yoda did. But Bane kills that dude. The dude is running and Bane has the lightning come from the sky and just to, to electrocute him. Revan, like, I don't. Nowhere in the Revan's book or anything written about Revan do you ever hear Revan using Force Lightning. I'm pretty sure that he did when he was a Sith, but it doesn't talk about it. Like, the only time you hear about Lightning is when the Emperor shocks him and when Nihilus tries to come in and shock him and he redirects it. He redirects Nihilus's Lightning. I think Lightning's overrated. I don't That's know. Palpatine me. didn't even use a lightsaber when he was... Well, I don't know. That was the kind of the dumbest shit ever. Like, I never got that. Why the hell did Luke throw away his lightsaber? Yeah, like, that was dad stupid. is still there. That was stupid. He still got one hand, and he's like 90% or 100% robot. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I this dude can still kill like, you. I can like, understand you maybe turning lightsaber. the lightsaber off, but not throwing it. <laughs> he just threw it away, and then Palpatine was like, and he's just like, ah, dad, help me, oh, God. <laughs> like, do I? At least you could have blocked it with the lightsaber or something. You just. 
that was like, dumb. You had way too much faith in your pops that already killed everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this a dude, dangerous game you played. Yeah, you, you took a hell of five risk on that one. Right, was like, that it? Yeah, that was it. That was the last question. I don't know. Yeah, I just there's a lot of things in that just like I'm not throwing away my lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? No. Like your dad is still freaking dope as shit. This dude just be like, and he still has the force. You know what I'm saying? And you just threw away your lightsaber, and you still got the emperor sitting there. Like this dude could just kill you. Like why would you throw away your lightsaber? What are you gonna kill him with? You don't know how to shoot no damn force lightning. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even know about force lightning until you was get electrocuted. I don't know. There's a, there's a, I don't know. There, there just be a lot of things that just be questionable. Like, hey, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Who else does that? Somebody else throws away their blaster or something. Like, right when, like, dude, you, you're taking too high of a risk. What if this person just isn't who you think they are? All right. Well, I guess we ain't got. You guys got anything else that y'all want to talk about today? Nope. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. All right then. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. We had a, this was this was a fun episode. I liked it. Make sure you guys uh, go check out the uh, website. Do the impossible quizzes and everybody that went on the uh, the webs of the. The, the podcast sites and put in there uh put in the the comments and stuff and i really appreciate it thank you um don't forget to hit the subscribe subscribe button and the bell notification button get this video a like so let people know that they're tell people about us you know what i'm saying if you guys get in a conversation about star wars just tell you know let people know that you listen to our dumb asses and <laughs> until next time remember stay outrageous and may the force be with you Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you've enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. Lightsaber Radio is produced by PicFilm Media and is a Swaycast original starring Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Kyle McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.